Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh my goodness, welcome back, welcome back. Um, you're still hanging out with us right here on I Am Live. My name is Given Illustrative, and as always, I'm joined by the Mr. Charles Dodoy, who is coming in all the way from the Western Cape. Um, and <laughs> he was actually uh, um, busy waiting for me to let him in uh, since he's connecting via Zoom. And I realized that I had actually um, started the wrong Zoom meeting altogether. <laughs> Apologies for that, Charles. Technology does that sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we're actually going to head straight into our interview for the evening and we're having a conversation with uh, David and we're actually going to, so do stay tuned, don't go any, any, anywhere uh, because we're going to be listening to a song of his, a single of his that um, honestly speaking, I was listening to it earlier and and I must say it's quite an amazing jam, well produced as well, Uh, but David will be telling us a bit more about it in just a few minutes. How are you doing, David? I'm well, thanks, Given. So, awesome. thanks so much for having me, guys. Awesome, man. You're most, most welcome. I know that you're currently um, not in Gauteng. Where are you connecting from? Yeah, I'm, I'm in Cape Town, South Africa, Kells River currently. All right, all right. I'm very jealous yeah. of both you and Charles, especially since <laughs> summer is approaching and about to hit us hard, right? <laughs> yeah, man. We're having great weather this side. Hopefully it will remain this way. While the wind is a bit hectic, but we mm. move. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's true, that's true. Um, so just to introduce you to the audience quickly, so um, David Jantjes uh, is a young man born and raised in, is it Ma- Makassar? Am I pronouncing it correct? Ma- Ma- Makassar, yes, Makassar, Makassar, Cape Town, um, and mm. starts uh, at the Paul Ross uh, Gymnasium. Although he had been lighting up the stages with his charismatic energy since a tender age of 11. We're going to talk more about that, honestly. Since the tender age of 11. Wow. All right. And Mm. obtained great success with his family group, Chosen Family. Um, It was at the Paul Paul Ross um, Gymnasium uh, that David had a very promising career in rugby, Um, a career that I understand was very short lived because of an injury that uh, he suffered. And then following that, continued his journey as a musician. So this is this is your story, basically. Right, David? Yes, sir. In that's, a nutshell. Story, that's my story, man. What what on what on earth? Like, I don't know if I'm in I'm envisioning this uh, correctly. Uh, uh, the fact that you started singing at the tender age of eleven. What did what does yes, that sir. look like? Is um, are we talking just singing on a Sunday service, Sunday school, mm-hmm. or were you like <laughs> singing in front of audiences? <laughs> you see, even um, being a pastor's child. Yeah. You, you are exposed to a lot of things mm. on that age. So I always sung in church, but I remember when I was about just, I think just turning 12 years old, I sung at my at a concert of a gospel group here in Cape Town in Dalva Civic. I will never forget it. There was about 800 people and I had to lead a song. Mm. And I led the song and from that day I was like oh my goodness I just did this wow. at this age wow. and the rest was history then I always knew mm-hmm. ministry and singing was there 
but I had this love for rugby. But let me stop there. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's very interesting because I know that, um, well, for one, singing at a very young age is something that we, we often shy away from. Um, and I yes, know that, that the church is very infamous, right, for not giving uh, young people, and I'm talking young as in the age of 11, the, the platform um, to actually minister through music or whatever God might have placed within them. And I must say, to be quite honest, I've seen some, some, some young kids do some shocking things, um, teaching yes, themselves sir. how to play the keyboard at, the, at, a, at an early age and etc. Now, being a pastor's kid, I want to know, you being a pastor's kid, David, are you also, um, do you have certain instruments that you've learned to play? Yeah, <laughs> I I fell in love with the bass guitar. Okay. Um, you know, when you're that young, you automatically go to the drums. Everyone yeah. just want to play drums. But I fell in love with the bass guitar, and that's like the only instrument I can really play. I can play a bit of guitar, of course, but those are the two instruments that I that I enjoyed. And I still play from time to time, but, uh, mm. you know, it's just there to create the music, and then I will give it over to the guys that knows best. <laughs> I see, I see. That's actually quite interesting. I think I love the way that you put it, uh, the fact that you give it to the guys who know how to do it best uh, because exactly. there, there's something um, that comes with humbling yourself in what you're an expert at and then allowing yes, everybody else to, to, to do what they're good at, right? Um, mm. So tell us about your, your journey into um, um, gospel so far, like into gospel music that you do. Um, are, you, are you loving it? I, I think it's more than just loving it. I think it saved my life. Mm. Um, cool. Coming from rugby and um, like you said, I had a promising career in that. So I um, went to Paul's Gymnasium and had the opportunity to, to play there and being exposed to a lot of things um, in, in rugby and um, 17 years old. Contracts was 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 promised to me, and I broke my knee. Mm. So breaking my knee, um, the doctor said, "But this is a permanent situation. If you would want to go play back, you are there's a chance that we are gonna have to um, terminate your your wow. leg, and we do not want to do that. Wow. So you really need to stop playing. And at that age, the only thing I knew." Is rugby. The only thing that I feel like I can do good at is rugby. Mm. I don't really want to sing because you're a teenage boy. You want to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> you want yeah. to maybe yeah. you, you just want to do cool things. Uh, I don't really want to do church music. That's not really what I, I want to play rugby. But then I cried and I was very despondent. And you know, as young people, especially mm. uh, in, in, in this day and age, young people are suffering much more things that our parents and, and those people went through. So I had a rough time and I knew I had the gift of singing. And when my knee broke and, and, and I was singing in church that one day and I felt healing while I was singing. Mm. While I was singing, I was like, this thing is making me happy. I'm really enjoying this. And people are enjoying the ministry. And that is when I knew that this is what I want to do you know god sometimes ends something mm. to create something else yeah because then you need to be a blessing in some other way and a lot of times we do not understand that 
at that stage. Mm -hmm. But as time goes on, God reveals his plan for your life. And that is what I know, specifically gospel music, because that healed me. And all I want to be in at, at this stage now is mm -hmm. to be healing and a motivation, not just to the young, but to everyone. Shoo, that is fantastic. Now, I wanted you to talk. That That's very interesting. I love the fact that you got into uh, the rugby journey, right? Because I, I, I can totally see many young people uh, really believing that they belong in one area. Um, and not yes, understanding that God might actually, it, there, there is a chapter beyond this one thing that seems to make you look cool, you know, in yes, front sir. of, because I mean, every, nowadays, every young kid either wants to be a YouTuber or a, a famous TikToker, so you know what I mean? TikTok, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we can't see anything yeah. beyond and above that, right? Um, mm. now you, you went on, uh, right with, uh, if, uh, uh with, uh, Cheryl Claynance. Uh, you went on to perform yeah. at the uh, festival Rock the Daisies. Now, I want yes. you to talk about that experience because it seems like that is, that is the experience that sort of solidified your way forward into the professional uh, gospel singing uh, direction. Yes, sir. So when I, when I worked with Sarah, he was actually a school friend of mine. And okay. Um, I never knew that Rocking the Daisies was uh, it's a huge festival. And I played bass at the time. Mm. And when I did that, and I got the response, and I'm like, okay, music is actually also a cool thing to do. <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah. And um, that is also when I realized that this thing called music is something that can touch everyone. Mm. And if I can be the light alongside a lot of other people, then why not? Because I'm finding healing, like I said earlier, in mm. doing this. Mm. And it sparked there. And when I went back to church, it sparked again. And sometimes what I did, you want to still run from it. Mm -hmm. You still want to hide from it. But it was one day when a lady came to me after a concert I sang it. And she said to me, you need to do this for as long as you live. Mm. Because right now, I felt very despondent, but your ministry um, really touched me tonight. And then it's when I knew, God, if this is what I need to do, I'll just stick to this. Because why, like I said, young people these days or people in general, they want to do stuff that others are doing. Yeah. The trend. Yeah. People wants to trend. Nobody wants to stand out anymore. Everyone always wants to trend. But if God puts something on your path, if this mm -hmm. is the race you need to run, God will make sure that you trend. Exactly. God will make sure that you touch people because you are obedient to what it is that he called you for. And that is basically all that I want to do. Just be a light, especially for the community where I come from, that they call the Cape Flats in Makassar, there's not a lot of success stories, but we mm. can turn that around. <laughs> we can turn things around and God can use us to be a light to the world. Man. Mm, 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 mm. No, I absolutely, absolutely agree with you. Would you say that yes, the sir. gospel industry, like just the industry as a whole, and I know this might be a difficult question to answer, especially because mm. it's so broad, but would you say that the industry has appreciated you as an artist? Woo! Even 
Sorry for laughing. <laughs> Not a problem at all. <laughs> well, I would, I would like. Well, listen. I do not. My approach with the gospel industry is this: I don't call it the industry. Okay. I would love to call it ministry, mm. because if we're gonna look at it as an industry, then there is gonna be stuff that's going to hurt you. There's going to stuff that's going to make you despondent mm. because you are really pushing. You are really doing your part and you feel people need to appreciate you more and maybe it won't happen. I think that will always happen. Not everyone is going to appreciate your music. Yeah. But if you look as a if you look at it at a ministry perspective, I feel um doing what you need to do because I feel there is there is light for everyone. Like they say there is a piece of the pie. Everyone mm. can eat from the pie. Mm. <laughs> so mm. if you can take your piece of the pie and this is out to the people that appreciate your ministry or your music, then you should feel good about yourself. I think yes, you. there's a lot of people that I feel like appreciate my music, mm-hmm. or maybe I sometimes there's a lot of people that I feel like I people need to appreciate me more. But I then that's when you look at it as an industry perspective. But if you look at it as a ministry perspective, I feel like. Um, there is there is people that is enjoying your ministry, mm. and God will multiply that. If they if you sing an event and there's only ten people listening to you at that event, you better sing for that ten people like the ten thousand. Because if if God can trust you with that ten, yeah. He can multiply it and make a ten thousand. But God needs to see if you are willing. To do the artwork of you are willing to sing for the thing. Exactly. You know, at speaking yeah. speaking of God uh, multiplying it um, and 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 make, turning it into the ten thousand. Now you had mm. your first single, which for a first single was actually quite successful, right? Uh, I was Exile. Myself. Yeah, you yeah you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I I wish our audience could see your face right now. <laughs> it's a priceless <laughs> expression. So that that single was titled Exile Jubal. Am I saying it correctly? Yes, you yes. can say jubal or you can say yubal. Yubal, yeah. So it refers to yes. jubilation, celebration, basically. Yes. Okay, that's awesome. So true. Tell us a bit about that single, like especially considering that this was back when you did your first single, and how was mm. your experience when you saw how well it was performing? Mm. Yeah, well, Excel Yubal was literally my first offering, and um, I like to refer myself as a happy singer. Yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. They love my vibe. They love the, the hip happiness I provide <laughs> at events and stuff. So I like to call myself a happy singer. So when I wrote Excel Yubel, I wrote it out of a place where I just want people to be joyful. Mm. <laughs> I want people to understand that serving God don't always need to be depression. Serving God don't always need to be that you are in a sad space. When God, when you, when you serve God, you can be happy as well. Yeah. Because you need to praise Him in your happy days, and you need to praise Him in your sad days. Yeah. So when I'm happy, I want to put on a happy song for God. When I'm sad, okay, then I'm put on a sad song for God. But that is what <laughs> I want. That is the message that I wanted to get across. That you can you serving God is cool, man. Mm, serving God mm. can be nice. Serving God, like we say in Cape Town, can be liquor. So that is what I wanted to get across. And 
when I saw people enjoying the song and the song is doing well with the downloads, I was like, oh man, yeah, I'm so grateful. Awesome. So now we're gonna get into we're gonna listen to um your your song. Um, I hope I'm gonna pronounce this correctly. Hot hit a Bahaya. Baha. Baha. Khotet Baha. Baha. Can I explain what that means? Yes, please do. Please do. <laughs> so this song is titled Khotet Baha, which means God has an interest in you. Ooh. So I wrote, I wrote this song in a COVID period. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us, myself included, um, when I wrote this song, it felt like, God, this virus is so demonic. If you are still interested in us, you can take this thing away. Mm. So we all, I think a lot of us felt like God must must have forgotten about us. Our friends are dying. Our parents are dying. Um, We're losing loved ones left, right and center. So I wrote the song for people to understand and for myself to understand that God, if you are still, if you woke up this morning, God still has a plan for you. If you are breathing right now, God is still interested in, in you. you. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's incredible. So let's get right <laughs> into it. We're not done with our conversation with David. So please do stay cool. tuned because uh, when we come back, we're going to delve a bit deeper into getting to know him. And what are his current plans? What is he? Uh, what stages is he uh, anticipating to be burning in the near future? Um, and I feel like I, I, I want Shal to give us a little bit of. So Shal is a theologian, uh, David, um, and he. He loves Israel. He really, really loves Israel. He's actually been there as well. So I want him to educate us and give us a little perspective of what the word jubilation actually means and how, because sometimes when you use these words in English, you don't realize that, you know, there's a specific meaning when you take it into um, Israel language, into the Israelite languages, right? So we'll Mm -hmm. be doing that when we come back shortly. But for now, we're going to take a little bit of a break and be back right after this keeper of my soul hot baha oh my goodness oh my goodness that that was just wonderful wonderful um, I think I think we can just say it's an overload of awesomeness. There was David Yanti's <laughs> featuring uh, Lebohang. Uh, is this uh, yes Lebohang? I uh, just want to get the surname. Ka. Is it just Lebohang Ka? It's Lebong Kapola. Kapola. Okay, okay. The, yes. rest, the rest of the surname is blotted out on my screen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I see it now. I see it now. Awesome. That was an amazing, amazing, amazing song. Um, and I, and yeah. I can Thank tell, you so much. like, the one thing I could pick up was just, um, um, you know, sometimes you can tell that a person who's singing something believes it. <laughs> yes sir yeah 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 um so i want to move over quickly to shal uh just to educate us on the word um ju- jubilation shal do you have a few words to share <laughs> yes i do have a few words to share but it's literally only a few words yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> jubilation is originally from the latin term jubilee what i assume you guys know it's from the term jubilee and that is actually a celebration what uh if i remember correctly the the Jewish people used to call it Yavash. Um, it is a, it's the every 50 years 
when you need to write someone's debt off, when the ground needed to rest and all that. And then they would literally have a year of feast. Um, mm. So they they also feast in Israel terms, and in, in our feasting probably goes a bit different. We always see feast as something that you ate too much. Remember those yeah. Boston barbecue days? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you go to stuff your face. But they danced and sang and had performances. <laughs> uh, and all that was the, literally like the jubilation for them. Uh, and something interesting is then they also didn't have debt. Every year, or every 50 years in the year of Jubilee, it literally has come from the word Yavash, and that would be um, 50, if I remember correctly. So jubilation probably would also mean something with regards to 50. But mm-hmm. uh, you needed it to, you need every single seven years to write off someone's debt, and then they needed to be cleared of debt every 50 years. Uh, well, everyone would have been cleared of debt 50 years, and then they could move back to their home states, and then they would just have this amazing party whenever they got back. So that's literally what jubilation mean. We as Christians should allow one another, obviously, to have parties as well. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. As December approaches. Sounds perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, we needed that because December's approaching real fast. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So we shall have jubilation. We shall have jubilation. Yes, <laughs> we shall feast and dance and party. Now, coming back mm. to you, David, um, like I wanna I wanna now get into what you're currently busy with. So we, we came mm. from you singing as an eleven year old. We heard your story of um, you know, uh, pursuing a career in rugby and um, mm. God leading you towards this path and you discovering that you actually enjoy singing uh, now I want to find out what are you currently busy with who are you working with and uh, you know what, are, what, are, what is the next best thing that you're excited about in the near future well yeah um, I'm just so blessed man in um, to be able to make music in this time it's very mm. difficult for us as artists and I'm just grateful for God for um, giving me even this platform on pulpit to be talking, to be sharing um, my my music and my thoughts around the gospel. So for, for David Yankees currently, I just released a song featuring Lebo Kapola called I've been working I've, the last year um, and the previous year I've been working, I've had the privilege to work with some good names in the industry like the Neville Bees, the Jonathan Rubains, the Kayam Tetwas, Jonathan mm. Butler, and the list goes on. So I've been blessed. Um, I, I, I recorded also a song two months ago called What Can Alles Doen, which basically just translates to God Can Do Everything featuring Neville B. And my, I'm so excited now again that I will be releasing, releasing another song. Um, called Trust in You. Mm. And I'm excited about that. I will be releasing that in a month's time. So yeah, for David J, new music again, um, new things, and literally awesome. just seeing where God is going to take me, man. Ah, oh, man, I'm very, very excited for you. Um, and please do apologize to Lebohan Kapola if she is listening to this. <laughs> I, hate, I genuinely hate getting people's names and surnames wrong. Um, so yeah. please do apologize. Um, that was an amazing feature and you guys did an amazing job. Um, I hope that so um, much, I can yeah. have the privilege of actually inviting you or maybe with her into studio sometime so you can actually do a live performance. That would be lovely. I would actually love that. I would 
I always wanted to be at the Radio Pulpit Studios, man. <laughs> that would be awesome. We'll arrange, we'll that. arrange, we'll arrange. Yeah, so awesome stuff. Uh, just give us your handles where people can uh, find you so they can just get to know yeah. more about you. Maybe DM you or something. <laughs> yes, definitely, man. <laughs> you can find me on all social media platforms. My IG, Instagram is at David. Um, that's my surname first, and at the Yankees, David. My Facebook um, is David J Yankees, and my Facebook page is at David J Music. And you can also visit my website at www.davidjmusic.co.za. Yeah, that's where you can find me, man. Don't awesome. Go ahead. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That was David J. Yankees uh, sharing so much, so much of himself, so much about his journey. Um, And we really do, um, I think I've learned a lot as well. Um, And I think one thing that I've learned from you tonight, David, is just the the power of perspective, right? Um, Especially when you were talking about the fact that, you know, you don't see it as a music industry, uh, but you see Mm. it as a ministry because that's what perspective will do to you.